Asylum Wrestling Podcast listeners, we have another really slapping show for you guys tonight, or as we like to call it, the morning time. I'm here live with our hosts. We have uh, Nick Trader Extraordinaire with us. <laughs> oh, How are come, you, Nick? come on, man. I'm doing great. What is up, everybody? I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day spending it with us wherever you're listening from. Please stick around with us throughout the whole show. We got so much in store for you, so much. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited for this upcoming Royal Rumble that's uh, less than 24 hours away from this uh, as we're recording. Um, my pockets right now, guys, I will tell you, are a little, little bit lighter because of the purchases that I've had this week. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but I'm just excited to be with you guys. And then we got Magic, I'm Stuck in Traffic. Majewski here with us. Yes, good morning, good evening, good day, wherever you are, or whatever time you're listening to us. Thank you for being with us as always. We've got a hell of a show for you. We got some awesome news coming up. We got some cool Royal Rumble stuff. We got some page stuff, guys. Stay tuned because this one's going to be packed. And of course, always producing, we have Nate sipping on his beers in the background and having some orgasms behind the scenes. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so, as the gentlemen were saying, um, and we'll get into why I called Nick a traitor here momentarily, for those of us who are wondering why I would insult one of the hosts right away. Um, we are going to have an action that, show. That's normal. Yeah, it, it is. Um, you being a traitor is normal. Um <laughs> <laughs> We got an action-packed show uh, for you guys tonight. We're going to have some Rumble predictions. We're going to have some news. We're going to answer some of y'all's questions. Uh, we're going to go through our purchases of the week uh, while we're a little bit broker. I mean, not all of us are magic, but hey, we've made some purchases. Um, and uh, so we're going to start our show off first with our normal uh, Willie Slapping winners of the week with Nick. Yeah, this is our weekly segment. Uh, we are titling the Willie Slapping Winners here in the Asylum. And uh, basically what it is is we're going to I'm gonna, uh, give you a little information on the guys that's uh, won some events on the page. We've got probably about 10 to 12 events we've had since the last recording. So we're going to start it off with uh, actually our, uh, one of our co-hosts, John Majeski, won a pretty big event that David Gold ran. Um I think as as I, as I go through this list, you'll see that it may be uh, instead of gold always wins, magic always wins, because I think uh, Majewski was pretty lucky this week. Uh, let's see what he started off winning. He started off winning, like I said, David Gold ran an event. Magic Man won it. It was a signed Elite Series 12 cane, which is a pretty big prize. Um, I think you've already got it. If I'm correct, Magic, I seen you post it on the page. I did already get it. Guys, it's a beautiful figure. It's one that I've been looking for without the autograph. So the autograph was just, you know, that gravy on the top. 
There you go. There you go. It doesn't get much better than that, guys. So then we had another fellow admin, Chris Maddock, who ran a uh, Hasbro event of the Ultimate Warrior that Dustin Saddock won. So pretty, pretty nice item. Any Hasbro mocks is a good event. And then I had a belt slash loyal subjects event that Juan Rosario won, and he won with the ECW heavyweight title. And Ben Walker won the John Cena loyal subjects. So he, he posted a little video of him opening the box, and he, for some reason, couldn't see what was in that box. <laughs> if, if you're on the page, check that video out. It's very funny. But it ended up being a John Cena loyal subjects that Ben Walker won. Um, so we went to Tyler Dove, who got an, an amazing win of the Elite 73 Alistair Black. And I think John Majeski had a hand in that because uh, John was buying right many spots in that event, but chose to give up, I think it was five spots that Tyler Dove came in and got. And lo and behold, Tyler Dove won it. So I guess he can thank you for that, John. <laughs> uh, yes, once again, oh. once again, the kindness of my heart. I am a pure individual. I was like, this, you know, this guy really wants some spots. I'm going to give it to him. And once again, my weakness of being too kind nipped me in the butt. Okay, yeah, definitely, definitely got you this time. But, but, again, I'm, I'm beginning to think we've we're got a pattern going on here, but maybe it's magic always wins because the very next event that our fellow admin Mike Zeka posted up, John Majewski won a Royal Rumble Elite Macho Man, so which was a very, very nice item. And then we had Mitch Pennington, another loyal member of the page, who uh, won our Powerball event. He won the WWF Tag Team belt, which he posted on the page a couple of days ago. So he's already received it. Very, very nice belt. And then David Gold posted up a massive, massive loose retro event. It, I don't think it was the complete comp collection, but it was it was darn near close. And Aaron Ferguson won that. And I believe he's in Australia, so it's going to be a little while before he gets it. But a humongous loose retro event. So real, real nice. Then we had another mock Hasbro event, the Owen Hart yellow card that Dustin Saddock won. So he's won two mock Hasbros this week. So he's been on a, on a pretty good roll. So then David Gold posted up some, I guess you call them IWC bootleg figures that he that he posted up. And uh, Lex Baluha won all three of them. So I think it was an Ultimate Warrior, a Hogan. And what did you say the other one was, David? It's a Russian figure. He doesn't have a name, but uh, Lex calls him Drago. <laughs> Drago, Drago. Yeah. All right, well, well, Lex got lucky and won it, but Lex being Lex, of course, if you listen to the last podcast, this is a, uh, a common thing for Lex to do. He offered up one of the bootleg figures to a free event for all Asylum members, and there's some stipulations to how to get entered, but if you're on the page, you'll see, and I think we're going to close it probably tomorrow, so it's still open, but... Um, like I said, Lex being Lex donated the uh, one of his winnings to the page, so somebody else could get a chance at winning that. So very nice of Lex. 
So then we had Benny Santiago. He won four elites that John Majewski posted, and they was just not any old elites. It was the three Royal Rumbles. I believe it was the Rock, the Macho, and the lead of Royal Rumble. But Benny also won the brand new, and I believe it's sold out already on ringside, Elite 75 Pete Dunn. So very, very nice winning for Benny. So you doesn't get much better than that. And then today, just a few short hours ago, we announced that uh, the free event that we held on the podcast last week, um, the winner of that, it was for the Junkyard Dog, Dog Retro. The winner of that was Alex Williams. So congratulations to Alex. But I was alerted a little while ago that Alex being Alex is going to donate it to the page or to a member, but he's, he's, he's not going to accept the gift. He's going to donate it. So very nice gesture for him. So again, we have right many winners this past week, uh, yet another, another week of some willies being slapped all over the asylum. So just congratulations to you guys. And uh, for those that didn't win better luck next time. I just want to point out, that other than the free event and the IWC event that, of course, I ran, and, of course, the uh, Macho Man Elite because I posted that for Jamin. No, actually, excuse me, Z-Man posted that for Jamin. I wasn't in that one. I was in every single one of all of those other events, and Gold did not win any of those. So, Gold does not (laughs) always win. Uh, I I would also like to break in and say that Gold did win this week in the Asylum. Uh oh. Yeah, I want a pick 'em card out of poker. Boom. <laughs> Gold always wins. Uh huh. I picked the doink <laughs> joker and I want a pick 'em card. Oh boy. <laughs> and then I used my $2 in an, a raffle event and I didn't win. So. <laughs> Gold does not always win. So I, I told I, you that they. The theme that I seen was Magic always wins. I think you got what two or three this week, Magic. So I, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, the the funny thing about the two that the two events that I won, um, I think one I had one spot and one I had two spots, yeah. <laughs> and all all the ones I lost, I dropped some pretty good money in those and had like half the spots in one, a quarter of the spots in the other. Can't win those. But then I got lucky on the one and two spots. Yep, he won himself a nice signed cane and a loose cane with a with bunch of accessories um, that I found in Roanoke um, that uh, I knew I was just going to end up either eventing off or giving away. It was going to be a prize to somebody, but they decided they didn't want it. So I was able to add that into event for the, the members. So it was a nice little add-on for uh, you cane collectors out there. So... All right, so speaking of that, of course, we had some great winnings. Um, we'd like to get a little bit into our Rumble before we get into the main Rumble and, and start doing some stuff with the WWE Rumble. But I'd like to speak on uh, behalf of everybody that uh, we had some pretty exciting last couple, two days. Uh, we announced all our men that were going to participate in the uh, – the main, the main rumble, the men's rumble, and then we announced all our uh, ladies and gentle women um, who are going to be in the women's rumble. <laughs> and uh, just want you guys' thoughts on it, uh, if you have any uh, personal picks, and then we'll get into kind of uh, 
the side stories that seem to have happened over the last couple hours, such as Nick apparently joining the Blue World Evolution and uh, turning on us admins, apparently, uh, and um, surprising us completely and surprised he's on this show tonight with us, actually, now. Um, <laughs> he should be off drinking beers with Archie somewhere, and, and Aiden should be shirtless somewhere with him, so... What's your guys' thoughts on the uh, the Rumble? Do you have any? Um, I know we kind of talked about this, but uh, do you have with the numbers that are being drawn? Do you have any people that you uh, think might be favorites now? And uh, what do you think of the women's Rumble? Um, let's see. I, you know, the more I look at it, and I and I don't have the list of exactly where everybody's at, but I tell you, man. I, my favorite to win this thing, probably, and I think he drew number 27, will probably be Gary Lutz. He, he finds a way. Gary is another one of those lucky guys, sort of like David Gold is, that uh, he doesn't always win, but he always finds a way every so often to get him a victory. So, um, And drawing 27, I believe it was, is always, um, always good to draw somewhere in the back. I know everybody, you know, you want Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar being, you know, number one. Um, I just, we'll get into predictions later, but I don't see number one winning it this year. So my prediction, I'm going, you're hearing it here. I'm going Gary Lutz is going to win the Asylum Rumble. So looking at the list, <clears throat> and normally we you would not want to be number one, honestly. What do we what have we had, like one or was it two people that have won from number one or, or from one or two? Um, but this year, if I did get, if I was one of the members who got that unfortunate pick, which ours was Frank Guzman, uh, I feel a little better this year because you know, it's Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, I'm same as you, Nick, we'll get into predictions later, probably not taking it, but I would feel better getting number one this year than any other year, knowing that it is Brock Lesnar. So you can't count him out. Um, and then after that, guys, I've got to just go with the simple odds and say Clayton Gorway, Matt Perez, Gary Lutz, Josh Blevins, The Viper, and Justin Ashton. And that's just number 25 through 30 because, I mean, if you just play the odds, that's who your favorites are going to be. Yep, I think, yep you're exactly I think right. It, I think it's super weird that the WWE is putting the, the Universal Champion in the physical rumble itself, but that's me. I don't understand. I, I think it's... But they, they, I mean, they've already made the, that's a whole nother story and a whole nother discussion, but they've already kind of made that championship worthless anyways, in my eyes. So, I mean, why not put it in the rumble? Um, so in my opinion, I think the playing field this year is so open because there's so many mid carters that are moving up the ranks, right? You have a lot of mid carters that, I mean, you have John Morrison who's working his way back up, right? You have the Miz, you have. I mean, you have so many guys that are, I mean, you have Bobby Roode's of the world out there that they've been misusing as always because, you know, they, they just don't have the, they have a lot of talent, but they don't know how to use it all or they don't know where to put it all. So they put guys that should be kind of more in the upper card in the bottom card. I mean, you got, got you got Roode chasing after the 24-7 title, you know. So my opinion is is that I don't think there's a favorite between 1 and 30 at this point. Um I'll tell you more people have won in the top in the top 12 than some have won in 20 to 29. So 
you've had more winners from two than you know than you've had from thirty. I know Triple H won it one year from number thirty. Um, I know that. I know Cena entered thirty, but didn't. That was I think that was the same year Triple H won. No, that was the year I think Taker won. Nonetheless, um, I think that uh, you guys are right. The the twenties and down are more your favorite spots, and you see less entrances that are surprises, right? You know. You see a lot more of the bigger guys. Like I think last year wasn't Braun like twenty eight or something. Yeah, um, and and gold. <clears throat> sorry, gold. I'll, I'll I'll break in real quick. Number thirty actually has the second most winning uh, number or winning entry numbers. Who's so number third, one? Uh, twenty seven. If y'all know anything about twenty seven, I think has had uh, four winners. Twenty four, twenty eight, and thirty have had three winners. How many from number two? I know Vince won from number two. Was Flair three? Flair was three, right? Or was he two? Um, I'm, I'd, I'd have to look, honestly. I don't have that right in front of me. I think Flair was two as well. So you have two at number two. So you had Flair and Vince. I think he had two number ones. Wasn't Rey Mysterio number one when he won? Let's see if I can look it up for you real quick. Yeah, let's get let's kind of get that so we can because I don't, I, I don't want to say I know there was a, I know there was a couple number ones and I know there was a couple number twos. I know that Vince won from number two and that was supposed to be the storyline. He screwed Stone Cold because Stone Cold had already won it two years in a row. So the third year he was going for his third in a row. OK, so here here we go. This is what we had. Um, now we had Shawn Michaels won from number one. Um, Chris Benoit won from number one. That's two. Mm-hmm. And that, that's it for number one. So Ray must have been two or three then. Uh, let's see. Ric Flair was three. You're correct there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. McMahon won from number two. Ray Mysterio won from number two. And that's yeah. it on the twos. So you have two. You had two winners from one and two. So that's four winners. So and you had how many from 33, right? Yeah, 30 is three winners. And, and 30 was... Uh, Triple H. Triple H, John Cena, The Undertaker. Yep, Taker won in 07, the year they were at the Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have three from 30, and you have four from one and two, though. So your odds are pretty good, right? That, that's kind of what you were getting at. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was saying. And then yeah. add to the fact that it's Brock. Um, and, and here's what I think. Uh, this isn't I'm, – I'm not getting into predictions yet, but it's obvious to me one of two things are going to happen with Brock. He's going to go out quick or he's going to be there a long time, you know, so so there's no reason to eliminate him, you know, like 30, 30 minutes in. It's got to be something with the storyline there. And then I think um, Hogan won from 24, right? He was 24 one year. Yeah, Hogan won from 24 and 25. Yeah, yeah. Hogan was 20. And then Hacksaw was 13. 13. Mm -hmm. Yep. Damn, I'm getting, I'm good at this. Oh yeah. In <laughs> fact, here I, I can, I can, I'll run through them. I'll just give entry numbers. This is the number they are when they won from the beginning: 13, 27, 25, 24, 3, 27, 27, 23, and that 27, 23 is the Bret Hart Lex Luger double win. Yeah. And then 1, 18, 5, 24, 2, 24, 27, 22, 29, 1. 28 to 30, 30, 8, 29, um, 
38 is remember that was the 40 year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the year they had the big one. Uh, 22, 19, 28, 19, 30, 23, 14, 25. And then they throw Braun Strowman in there for the greatest. That's the 41. And then 28 and 10. Okay. And so the, the 28 and Frank, 10 is the first is when they start throwing in the girls there at the end. It added the girls numbers as well. So your trend is actually kind if you think about it logistically and analytically, the 20s have won a hell of a lot more than anything else. Because every number you just listed, I would say 65 to 70% of the Rumbles won have been in the 20s. So, you're right. The, the 20s and down have a, have a hell of an opportunity. Um, yeah, so, so, looking at the list, this is, this is where you want to be. 1 through 5 or 24 through 30. There's yeah. not many of the other numbers. I mean, there's occasional... This could be a year, though, where they pick a number that's never won, because I'm sure they even know what numbers haven't won. So that's true. Could be, but and I feel yeah. like we have a lot of mid carters in this event more than big names. I'm not saying the mid carters aren't big names. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like there's a lot more mid card people than main. And I I have a suspicion, and I I really hate this. That they're going to bring Fury out, and he's going to interfere and pull Lesnar out of the Rumble. And we're going to get fucking Fury and Lesnar at WrestleMania. All right, well, let's save that for our predictions. I got Or when we talk about it. I got you. I jumped ahead. But uh, <laughs> and nonetheless, I feel like those numbers are those numbers. And then the same thing with the Women's Rumble. We've mm-hmm. only had, what, two of them, right? So Yeah, we've only had two, and, and both winning numbers were uh, Becky was 28, and then Asuka was 25. So yeah. a woman, you definitely want to be 25 or higher. Asuka was the year Nakamura won, so it was the year of the Japanese, so right. remember that. And um, the, the Shinsuke was a rare one, because he was number 14. Yeah, and... and, and that's when they were using Shinsuke correctly, and then they still didn't have him win the belt. Which was so, so here is something something to look at. If we stay in the modern history, the last two winners was Shinsuke 14 and Seth Rollins number 10. Yeah. So, so, it, one you, more talk. so maybe there's a little light in the tunnel if you're one of those middle guys. Same thing with the middle women guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say for the women's rumble... Um, there's some pretty, uh, um, I was happy to see a couple of the legitimate women and no offense to anyone else, but I was ecstatic to see a couple of the legitimate women get in the bottom. Mandy Pest got number 29 and Mandy Parker got 21. So Mickey D's got number 11. Unfortunately, Kirsten got number eight. I don't know about that number too well, but, um, right. I don't think anyone's won from eight. So she might have that going for her. Um, I feel like between six and eight are surprise entrances. So I feel like Kirsten's going to get like a doink, like another doink or something. Yeah, but there, there is one winner who came from number eight. Oh, wow. Okay. Who won at eight? That was Randy Orton back in 09. His yeah, first Orton's one. won twice, right? 09 yeah, he, and 14, I think. Uh, in 17. 17. And then, no, no, 14 was um, Batista. Right. And 17, I was at that show live. 14 was the year they inserted Daniel Bryan into the main event because you had, you knew they had to give his ass the belt. So, right. Um, 
And then I think Wait. Taker's only won once, which surprises me. Uh, Hogan won twice back-to-back years. Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. won twice back-to-back years. Stone Cold won twice back-to-back years. So you basically almost had Yeah, but Stone, Stone, Cold, Stone Cold won a third one also. Yeah, he won in 2001, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. Cause I Sorry, think... guys. I, I know too much. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's go ahead. Let's get ourselves to a break here. Um, you guys, you know, this is your, your time to go take a piss or, or whatever you need to do. And uh, make sure you're back with us. Let's return. Also known as Gilbert, and you're watching the Asylum Wrestling Podcast. Why do I just go nuts, man, when I listen to it? And we are back on the Asylum Wrestling Podcast. Hopefully you guys uh, got your chips and, and dip and your beers ready to go. Um, I know we have. Uh, so what we're going to do now is is we're going to go into our um, wrestling figure and and or news of the week with Magic, and then we're going to go into the mailbag. What you got for us, Magic? All right, guys. So kind of kind of a slow week for uh, nothing too huge. I think a lot of people just getting ready for the Rumble, but we did have a couple things come out. Um, first, we had the Basic Line Series 106. We got confirmation on figs. There's been rumors out, but this is the actual confirmation. In 106, we're going to see Carmella, R-Truth, Triple H, Finn Balor, and Johnny Gargano. And guys, y'all, y'all answer me this one. Is this Johnny's first basic fig? No. It is to my knowledge. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. His first basic figure was the NXT that came with the NXT chair. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the NXT line, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and here, here's where the the only reason I, I want to talk about this, and just like Gold said last last show, basics don't count. But this is where figures does kind of get on my nerves at times. Obviously, they want to put out Carmella and our truth because the thing they had together. But here it is. By the time they're even. They're not even out yet. They haven't even hit the shelf, and Carmella and Truth aren't even a thing anymore. That's stuff that kind of annoys me sometimes with figure collecting. Um, now, obviously, they're going to say, oh, no, we just happened to put those two out there, but we all know better. All right. Now for the better one, though, we had the official lineup of Elite 76 announced, which will be John Cena, Braun Strowman, Tucker and Otis, both from Heavy Machinery, Lacey Evans, and the chase figure will be Christian. And this Christian is going to be Brood Christian. Yes. Um, that's going to be nice. Parties. Yes, exactly. Now, I haven't seen, and I don't know if anyone has, uh, what exactly, if it's a chase figure or a chase version of the figure. Um, meaning, like store, y'all know what I mean, like store exclusive. Everyone calls that a chase, chase figure now, too. I think it's going to be just a, a different painting or whatever, like normally, but you never know. Um, also it's, this is going to be the, everyone, the heavy machinery and Lacey, this is their first elites. 
So those, they're new to the game. Um, and then obviously Braun Strowman and Cena, we've had, we've had more than one already of those guys. So what do y'all think overall of that announcement? Um, I love the Christian because it comes with the, what is it called? A goblet? Is that what you call it? Goblet? Yeah. Um, it comes with an accessory. I'm a little disappointed that um, it's not in a two pack with gang rail because that would have, but I think the biggest, and I don't. You can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm. I apologize. I'm jumping ahead of you a little bit, because um, I kind of want to talk about one figure from the next series too. But just from that set alone, I think the Christian is amazing. The Otis, I love it. Um, the Lacey, I'm going to have to buy this whole series. <laughs> um, yeah, probably so. Um, Cena and Braun, I probably will pass on another Cena and Braun. Unless it's something super cool, and I don't know on either how you would do that even. Now, um, unless the Cena, because I haven't seen a picture of him yet, unless it is his gimmick as the rapper. Yes, now I was about to say, I've heard rumor that it is Thugonomics. Then I will buy it. And after I just... Uh, that would be that, awesome. Yeah, because uh, what, what do they have? I know they have the Defining Moments one. However... How many other thug thugonomic Cenas do we have? They have his original that came with the three belt, the two belts. But that's when he was ruthless aggression Cena when he first <laughs> debuted against Kurt Angle. So it really wasn't thugonomic yet. Um, you have the the defining moments, which is super rare, and that's it. So um, guys, what would y'all do if it's thugonomic Cena with a spinner? I would buy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would get it definitely. Yeah, I, I'm thinking. Um, and now, uh, you know, when whenever it was when he came out as Thugonomics, you know, it's still uh, I love the gimmick, and obviously we love it more now because it's it's a very rare thing that you would see it again. But still, I still I still liked it, uh, so I'd be on that one too. The only um, that, way I'll buy the brawn is if it comes with his tag partner at WrestleMania, the kid accessory, then I would buy the brawn. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> now, remember, guys, I know these are the only – these are the official – so 76, I know you said you wanted to talk about one coming from the next set, and there's there, you can read online where they are whatever. But as of right now, officially – 76 is the only lineup that's officially been announced. Obviously, we all know, just if you keep up with figures, that there's some other stuff coming. But officially, 76 is as far as they've released. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about wanting that damn viscera. But go on, Nick. You have to say your favorite first. <laughs> so. No, I mean, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll be buying every one of them probably other than the Braun in that series, if the Cena is the Thugonomic Cena. Definitely. Yeah, I, and and they, they're going to have to make a Gangrel now, because there's no way you're going to have a Brood Christian, a Viscera. You pretty much have the whole Ministry of Darkness at this point. You need to make... I, I need a new Paul Bear. I need a new fucking Paul Bear. Um, I know hey, we had uh, David... Well, what, can, can we give the listeners a little Paul Bearer? Are you up for it uh, you know, now that you're on the topic of him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we're going to save it for later. <laughs> Undertaker. Um, so I, I need, I need, I, I know we had the Paul Bearer build of figs. I know we had the Paul Bearer um, Target exclusive, but I need, an, I need, a, I need a Paul 
from the Kane era where he's got the brown hair and he's super fat. I need me a Paul Bear like that. I guess I just am confused. I know we've had several Christians. I love this brood Christian. Um, maybe because Gangrel was a part of that lawsuit at one point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there has to be a story behind it, but I, I, I'm praying that in the next three series we get a gang route to go along with these. Um, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna tell you right now, I will definitely be having a viscera. <laughs> so, uh, Gang Grail, is he under a Legends deal? Do you know? That, no, they haven't signed him. Um, so we're as of right. There's no way we're gonna see one as of right now. No. So uh, they would hey, have to what sign. What is your him. thoughts? What, what is our producer's thoughts? No, you you brought up Paul Bear from the Kane era. We need a figure that has the Paul Bear with the like the shitty bandages over his his face with the stains on it. That would be a great figure. I'd spend a hundred dollars. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> is that Paul with when he was with Mankind and Kane at the same time? Yeah, when he got well, no, yeah, when he got when he got um he got burned by Undertaker. During the King. Oh, I feud. loved when he beat his ass in the house. That was great. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I would, I would, I would pay a hundred dollars for that figure. It'd be great. <laughs> Maybe oh, for, I want a whole set, like so I can take Taker into the house and beat up on Paul Bear. <laughs> Got to buy two of them so I can break one of them because I'm going to beat Paul Bear up all the time. <laughs> Fading back into the background. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine, mate. Figured you want to kind of. I mean, we all love our figures and shit, so I, I apologize, Magic. I kind of uh, hijacked you a little bit and went straight to 77. <laughs> that, well, that's okay. Uh, like I said, there, there's all the rumors out. Uh, 76, as of right now, is the only official one, but we we all have our online sources, and we know that a lot of those online sources have been 99-plus percent correct in the past, so I'm with you. I want the Visser also, so... Um, the only thing I'm scared of on that viscera is, like, how much like the King Mabel is it going to be? You know, if it's the exact same thing with a little different paint, I'm not going to be too excited about that. If I may, I want to kind of talk about a couple other figures, if that's okay. I don't want to hijack you. Um, I just want to point out ones that I love. Um, the Alexa Bliss from Series 104, because she's in her suit attire from when she does her interviews. I'm going to have to buy that one. Um, she's got the pink tips on the hair and she's in the black suit and I'm not a big, uh, big basic guy, but I need a Keith Lee just because it's the first fucking Keith Lee figure. Um, there is an, um, there is a two pack Lita and Trish Stratus with an evolution chair. That is a must for me. That's a uh, series 64, uh, battle pack. And I'm going to have to buy series 64 aj and daniel just because and i hate buying an aj styles you guys know my feelings on the aj styles figures um but the daniel comes with the hemp title and i know it did with his elite too but battle packs tend to go up in rarity when they have accessories so i really gotta get that one and and i do have a question for you magic since you're like the only one on this on this show that has gotten his yet, what do you think of the Hurricane Elite? Um, now, first off, let me preface it by saying it would have had to been pretty bad for not for me not to be excited about the Hurricane, just because I think I'd said last show I was a s- 
stupid big hurricane mark. I just love the whole, you know, being a being a nerd. Uh, as soon as you added in the superhero thing to the um, wrestling thing, I was immediately a fan. Plus, he was just a great performer, and I think he nailed it. Uh, got them both in. If you are, this is this is my honest take on them. They are awesome figures. But here's my take on the chase. Um, if you're a person who will get upset or not be happy, if it's a very minor change for the chase, like just the paint, then it's probably not for you because it, they are very similar. It's just a little different paint. Um, now, I'm a guy that that doesn't matter to. If it's one that I like, I'm going to try to get them both, and that's what I did. But overall, and remember, guys, I, I not to open them, so, so I can't tell y'all accessories and playing with ability and all that type but as far as in the package and display, I love them. I think they're awesome. Now we need a Rosie, right? They made a Rakishi. Not yeah, Rakishi, I w- excuse me. They made a Umaga, so I need a fucking Rosie. I was go I was gonna say the same thing. I think that would be great. Um, when was Umaga? When did they have that one? Umaga was an elite that came out, I believe, in 2015. I can't remember the series, but the Umaga figure's awesome. But for those of us that all know, he played Rosie as well. Right. Um, so, so, so I don't – I mean he could be out of contract or his estate could be. But uh, knowing how that family is in still pretty good ties with WWE, I would think not. But I don't know. Yeah, and if you are that big of a Hurricane nerd, I would hope you have the two-pack with Rosie because it's probably one of the best two-packs ever made by Jax. So – Sorry, devil on your shoulder. And <laughs> Googling and that figure when, as soon as we get done with I this told podcast, y'all, guys, y'all just witnessed it in person and live. That is constant. The devil on the shoulder strikes again. I'm telling you, when you see the Rosie Hurricane 2-pack, you are going to buy it within seconds. It is probably one of the best. It's not a classic Jax, so it's not a, your, your super cup of tea, but it is an awesome fucking 2-pack. And I will oh, tell gold. you right now, you're killing me, killing me, gold. The Jacks Hurricane is, and this Nick is Francis my humble opinion. Just as good okay, as man, he's got you. <laughs> he's All right, well, right now, I know. Well, let's let's go on a little. <laughs> so maybe I'll forget about it. Let's let's go on a little. So maybe I'll forget about it. Um. So the next little bit of news is. It's been popping up everywhere. There are multiple websites, but we have some WWE bobbleheads came out. Um, pretty cool looking. You just search them. They'll pop up. Uh, they have a lot, they have classics and currents, um, pretty good lineup. Let me go through that real quick for you. They have ultimate warrior, Randy Savage, the fiend, Jeff Hardy, stone cold, Brock Lesnar, and Paul Heyman, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, the rock attitude Era, uh, Ronda Rousey, Ric Flair, John Cena, Andre, the giant and AJ styles. Um, and one thing to note that I've noticed on every side I've seen it, the Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come together, but they are a little bit more expensive than all the rest. Um, so me personally, I'm been fighting with myself. Uh, they're, they're kind of expensive. They're depending where you find, they're looking at 45 to 50 bucks a piece. Um, but it's hard for me to see this Randy Savage and the Warrior. The Randy Savage is like very colorful, almost like the cowboy Hasbro version of himself. And that type thing has the long tassels. So, of course, I love that. Uh, the Warrior is 
looks like warrior. So, I mean, it's hard for me to look at them and not, but guys, if y'all get a chance, look these things up. Cause some are pretty cool. What's y'all's take on bobbleheads? I'm just now looking at them for the first time and they are amazing. God darn it. <laughs> yeah. They're, so they're rather on. nice. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Keep going. Um, no, I was just like I said, this is the first time I've looked at them and they're, I mean, they're amazing looking figures. So guys, I'm going to, I'm going to take y'all behind the, the curtains real quick. I said I was going to go on so I would forget about the uh, hurricane and Rosie and gold immediately starts messaging these. So I cannot forget about them. <laughs> but there's two different ones. There's a WrestleMania 21 two pack that comes with their masks in the pack. And then there is a two-pack that comes with accessories, and they're in different attire. Okay, good, Gold. Now let's talk about these bobbleheads. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to buy all the bobbleheads to go along with my Breaking Bad bobblehead. So, I don't know if I'm going to open them, but I do know, if you all didn't know, that Jax made bobbleheads too. And you had the Sable, and you had Undertaker, and you had a Sid Vicious. Now I um, do think I don't have any bobbleheads. I think maybe I have like a... Y'all remember the old NWO Hulk Hogan one? It's WCW. It's not even WWE stuff. But I might have one of those. I'm not sure. Um, but but what I liked about this series is it was very classic superstar heavy also. Or, I mean, like it's probably half and half. But um, I, and, and I'm starting to see this trend. And I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of The Fiend from here on out. What do y'all think? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Agree. And there you go, Magic. There is the picture I just sent you behind the scenes of the Lita and Trish Stratus, and there is a, a Divas line of bobbleheads from Jax from 1998. <laughs> so you, I know you're going to have to buy those now to go with the new ones. Just saying. <laughs> All right, so for our next piece of news, <laughs> um, so something that was released um, a little bit ago, so y'all might know about this. We have released a WWE Network Spotlight, um, and it is Matt Hardy. So Matt Hardy, and if y'all remember, there was supposed to be the Ultimate Deletion set with Matt Hardy. And these were produced and made, and then for whatever reason, Mattel pulled the line. So we knew this was coming because they've, you know, they've got tons of these pieces. But it's pretty cool because he comes with Vanguard One that is supposed to even have a little thing that pops out like it's the hologram of Matt Hardy. Um, and he has a boat for the lake of whatever he called it. Uh, someone online has said they've actually already seen this in store, I think in Nevada. I definitely have not seen it in my area. But have you all had a chance to look at this yet? I haven't. I think you sent us um – photos of it but just so you know it's called the Skarsgård Lake of Reincarnation just so you know what the name of the lake was um, and he pushed your, our favorite guy in it and he became Hurricane again because <laughs> he was Shane Helms and he's like no and he pushes him in the lake and he came back as Hurricane <laughs> I thought that was um, I think you sent us a photo of it earlier um, uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, oh, that is awesome. Of, I uh, in the package, and then I just sent y'all one of. It's on WWE.com. They they have a little January 20 reveal, whatever, and you can see some more pictures of it. Um, 
Is that I'll the one you. that's supposed to come with Bray? Wasn't that supposed to come in a set with a lawnmower and stuff? Yeah, this was all part of the uh, Ultimate Deletion set, but they, for whatever reason, they canceled that. Um, I think they said maybe they were going to send one of the, like the prototypes, whatever, to Matt Hardy, but uh, they canceled it, and I, I don't know why, but uh, maybe their sets just weren't doing Oh man, I I I, I want uh, I wanted the lawn the mower of lawns, you know. <laughs> but all right, let's. Uh, do you have anything else for? Yeah. Us so the last one, la- last little bit, and this is just a quick one. This is an update of uh, we talked about the new loyal subjects last week, mm-hmm. um, guys. We have seen some pictures now, and it looks like though we don't confirm on all of them that every one of them they've shown us two versions of each. And uh, this is another upgrade with these. And this is if you're in a loyal subject community across the board, they now have shoulder joints, at least the prototypes they're showing us do. And if y'all have ever taken any of these guys out of the package, I took one out and just pulling it from the plastic made its arms come off Um, and, you know, pop out just like any figure. And it was a pain in the ass to get those arms back on. So a lot of people are excited about the shoulder joints, but let's just go over what we've seen. I think we went, we talked a little bit of them last week. This is what we know so far. So the Ric Flair, one comes in a purple robe and one comes in red trunks. Uh, then we got Hulk Hogan ones in just yellow trunks and a yellow bandana and then has like the Hulk rule shirt and a red bandana in the other one. Um, and then we've seen a couple different rocks. I think it's just like attitude and like a bald rock. And then the, the kind of cool one that jumped out to me was they have Andre. One was the single black strap. And then they also have one where he's like old school Andre with the uh, brown coat and the blue trunks. Um, were y'all able to look at these pictures at all? Yeah. 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 I saw them. <laughs> Uh, it reminds me of that meme from uh futurama shut up and take my money (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so uh what what i think is funny as i look at you know looked at the bobbleheads looked at uh looking at loyal subjects looking at every other merch except for mattel figures and mattel has basically kind of released and said that they're trying to steer away from legends where everyone else in all other merch is basically digging in at least 50-50 with them. Except the domes, which killed me with Series 2. Not one legend. They did such a good job on Series 1, and then you bring out the Series 2 domes, and your chase figure is a Finn Balor as the demon. Is that how you say it, domes? I always thought it was domes because they were in a little dome. I said doms. Am I saying doms? Whatever. <laughs> I, 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 no, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I really don't know. Did I I've really always just say dom like a dominatrix? <laughs> yeah. You, domes. You... <laughs> uh, domes. Domes. I thought that's what I was fucking saying. I'm going to listen back. Maybe I was saying doms. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, no, but the series two. <laughs> domes. <sighs> Like Triple H would say, Donza. Um, <laughs> the Series 2 is a... I mean, I'm going to buy them. I'm sitting here talking shit about them like I'm not going to buy them. But I'm disappointed in Series 2 thus far. I mean, you had Andre and Macho Man and 
Roddy Piper and such a great series one, and you bring out series two, and it, but that's why I'm happy that the little subjects have done us so many legends. So um, that's great. That's great. But all right, uh, Magic, if you have nothing else on the figures, we're going to go ahead and take a little break. Um, and then we're going to come back with our mailbag and answer some of the uh, members' questions. And then we're going to give our Rumble predictions and have our little magic game that he's made up for us to play. So stay tuned, listeners. Excited to photograph your figures only to be disappointed. Fuck! These pictures suck. Don't worry, I got you, bro. Call David Gold's figure photography. Sexy. Get the pictures you need of your figures. Stovetop. Off-centered on carpet. Nice stuff, bro. You name it, David does it. Sexy. PM David Gold to schedule a consultation today. And we are back on the Asylum Wrestling Podcast. It is 1.48 in the morning. We are burning the midnight oil. It is 12.48 in the morning where Majewski is because Heck you yeah. know some people get stuck in traffic. Um, so what we're going to do now is, is uh, Magic is going to go through your questions that you gave us for the week. And then we're going to go through our, our game that Magic is going to introduce, and we're going to give you our picks for the Rumble. Um, go on ahead, Magic. Let's get that mailbag going. All right, guys. So I'm pulling out the mailbag. I'm ruffling my hand around the letters to see which one I pull up. And here we go. Our first question, and sorry, I'll probably butcher some people's names, but let's get through it. Our first question is from Sal Taylor and Saul, and he wants to know, what is our favorite non-Rumble Royal Rumble match? So the way I'm taking that question is he's saying, what's our favorite match that happened at Royal Rumble that was not the Royal Rumble itself? And I'll go ahead and start. Um, so I go back to 2003, Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. Uh, this, was, um, this was an amazing match. Both obviously great workers. Um and uh, this match is just awesome. They're like this to me, basically, kind of at the time at least, um, solidified both as not that they they weren't already, but this was. Um, some of them were, you know, like hey, they're kind of upper mid card. We don't know if they can really carry it as far as main event status, and I think this locked it down for both of them. Um. Obviously, Angle went on to win titles. Um, Benoit did eventually, but he was still like a year later. Or Angle had the title, I'm sorry. Um, Benoit took him another year before he got it. But this went. This was a long match, especially for WWE. It was something like over 20 minutes long. And guys, this was a technical masterpiece. This was just amazing work all around. And... Um, I don't know anyone who's not a wrestling fan that if they watch this would not be entertained by this match. Do y'all remember that one at all? I do. Good match. I agree. Yeah, real good match. Yep. All right. What about you, Gold? Uh, I'm going to go 
there there was a few there there's a bunch of matches that uh they basically just kind of threw on the card because the big match was the rumble and our, as we know that's the big match but i'm gonna go 1998 royal rumble Shawn michaels versus the undertaker um i know Shawn michaels was unfortunately hurt in this match as he was uh back body dropped onto the casket and that kind of put him out of commission but which was very unfortunate um but it was a great match uh, it led up to the, the feud with Stone Cold and kind of the Attitude Era really finally going in the direction it needed to go. And more storyline with Kane. And that's when Kane set the casket on fire. Just fucking amazing. Just overall one of the best, you know, and, and we all know I'm a big Undertaker uh, fan. So that's my choice. It was an amazing match. A good choice, definitely. Yeah, definitely a good choice. Um, it's actually a real good question. I was browsing these on Facebook myself, and um, it, it was a hard question because there's so many to choose from, but I went to nat- the 1999 Royal Rumble, and it was the The Rock versus the Mankind, uh, versus Mankind in the I Quit match. And the, I mean, just watching Mankind just get brutally beat in the head with those chair shots from the rock was classic mankind uh mick foley whatever you want to call them but it was just classic mankind and the rock being one of the better heels in the game was uh up to his usual heel self Uh, i think the ending with the uh, pre-recorded mankind saying i quit it was just all around a classic you know both sides uh the rock being the heel show just, it was just amazing mankind just getting, I mean, there's blood all over the place and uh real great match. I don't think it was a title match. I don't know, David, you probably, you know, my memory is not as good as yours when it comes to this, but just, it, it was, it was a classic in my, in my book. Yeah, it was for the belt. Um, mankind had won the championship um, against the rock in an upset. Uh, when he, when DX raised him on the shoulders, that was the night WWF crushed uh, WCW in the ratings war. And then if, if all those of us that remember, Mankind came back and actually won the belt back from The Rock at halftime heat during the Super Bowl. And that's when they panned to The Rock's face in the classical moment with his face going nuts as Mankind dropped the skid on top of him and then pinned him for the three count. And I believe he took 10 chair shots to his head while he was hanging mm. up. Wow. Mm. Crazy. Good question, though. Real good All question. right. So, so this next one is a quick one to answer. This one is for David Gold from fellow admin Daniel Ariola. How many bendies does David Gold own? Um, I have. Every single WWF Just Toys Bendem except for Too Cool. I have every WCW Bendem, including the Nitro Era ones and the original Twisty Bendems. I have all but six of the LJN Bendems. The six LJN Bendems that I need is Captain Lou Albano, Paul Kogan, and I also need Macho Man and Bobby Heenan. Oh, well, I might actually have you beaten there. I have Hulk Hogan, and, you know, there's a variant of laces and non-laces. Yep, and I believe they made one with him in yellow tights and blue tights as well. 
Um, yeah. Is it yellow tights, blue tights, or just boots? I think it's boot. I could be wrong. It could be boots, but I thought I saw, I could be thinking of the thumb wrestlers where there's a blue variant. Um, but uh, I don't have those. Because if so, I might have to start looking some more. <laughs> but uh, in terms of bendums, I probably have about sixty-five to seventy of them. So I have a pretty good amount. So wow. And All I right, need guys. the Attitude Era ring for those of us keeping count. I need the WWF scratch logo attitude error ring. All right. So on to our next question. This one's from Josh Blevins and a lot, a lot of other guys kind of gave this one out too. So he's getting it, but there's three or four guys who jumped in on this. What is your favorite figure line and what is your favorite piece from your collection? So I'll start. Fig, uh, favorite figure line. I've said it before. Say it again. It's Hasbro. Love them. Hasbro WWF figures. Um, now, what is your favorite piece from your collection? God, that one is tough for me, guys, because uh, that's like saying, what's your favorite kid to me? I, I have some good ones. Um, I have I have some classic superstars, one of 100s that I love. I have a one of 20 warrior classic superstar that I love. Um, I have some Mellowway Hasbro figures I love. Oh, that, that one's tough, guys. And honestly, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you one, and I would have to sit there and go through it all. But there's so – I mean, y'all have heard me on here. I just love so much of it that it's hard for me to say what's my favorite piece. But figure line, definitely. That one's easy for me is the uh, is Hasbro WWF. Go ahead, what about Nick. you, Goldie? I'll let Nick go first on this one. All righty. Uh, I'm pretty much going to have to echo, uh, magic. Um, I mean, I love the elites, but, but Hasbro's ha- mock Hasbro's is my favorite line. I mean, just the genuine old school, you know, bringing back the old school memories and getting into collecting them. It's just, that's my favorite line by far, but I, I mean, I do love the new elites. I'm not going to lie. Uh, as far as favorite, I'm, I'm looking around my room right now. I mean, it's just so hard to see. I mean, of course, I, I mean, I got a mail away Hogan. I would be lying if I would say, if, you know, if I didn't say that was probably my rarest piece that I own personally. So obviously I would, I would have to say that would probably be my favorite piece just because of the rarity of it. Um, but it's, it's so hard to choose. Uh, like I said, I echo exactly what you said, Magic. So Hasbro, the Hasbro line would be uh, my favorite, and I'll probably go with the Mellaway Hogan as my favorite figure that I own. Oh, definitely an awesome one. How predictable are these two gentlemen? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I mean, all right, look. I, I, I want. I'm going to premise this, and then I'm going to go to my favorite figure. It's it's 1996. You're at home, you're watching wrestling, you're you're watching WCW trying to kill Hulk Hogan's career with the with the Dungeon of Doom, you're watching the fake diesel, fake Razor Ramon, and you see that Stone Cold tells Jake Snake Roberts go to hell, beats the shit out of him, tells him to retire, and tells him that's the bottom line. You start seeing these amazing commercials um for jack's figures you haven't had a figure because bendums were around that's all we had so for multiple years um but uh for multiple years 
we didn't have any figures. So um, a lot of us as children rushed to the stores and we bought some BCAs. And these BCAs were the best thing created since man because you could play with them and not break them. Their fingers wouldn't snap off. Their plastic actions wouldn't stop popping and working. Their legs wouldn't stop moving. And for six years, those figures sat in a bin. Three for ten. Just want to say that. My favorite figure line, though, <laughs> is the classic Jack. Um reason being is the packaging is uniform it's gold just like me gold um it's beautiful packaging it has accessories it's got almost every legend ever made and my favorite figure from that line would have to be my signed jim the anvil nine heart bret hart two pack in the pink attire so that being said, I wanted to premise that BCA thing because everyone loves Hasbro's now because it makes us feel nostalgic and amazing. But we weren't saying that in 1996. Well, let me go ahead and butt in gold, and I'll <laughs> tell you what I was doing as I was sitting there. Um, as you said, those beautiful jacks came out. I saw them and went, blah, did not <laughs> like them. Uh, was never like, wow, we have figures again. I was like, we waited that long for this. Um, so I was disappointed. So I, th- I think I told the story that's kind of got me out of collecting even. So that's how awesome I thought the Jacks were. Well, let's also keep in mind, I was 10 and how old were you? And 96, <laughs> right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I was now, now that's a good point too. Cause I was like, what, 14, 15, probably that same age when you're trying to act too cool to collect figures anyway. <laughs> You were, and look, I agree with you. Look, series one with Brett, Owen, and Vader, and all that stuff. Series one and two were epic, right? Then they started making like the Stone Colds and the, the the rocks and stuff like that, and the faces were terrible and stuff like that. But my point was is that we didn't have toys. Right? We had Bendoms. That was it. And people weren't exactly rushing to buy up the Hasbro that were unsold. No, you're right. And, you know, maybe some of it, too, is we don't think of it now because, like, we were just like, oh, this is Elite 75. This is going to be Elite 76. It was not like that back then. We didn't have the good information. So with the distribution we see now, think of it back then. So what I would see is all of a sudden I'd see 300 different figure lines all at once. And obviously I'm stretching that a little. But you'd see three or four lines all at once, and a lot of them were the same guys. And, I mean, like you're seeing Sunday Night Heat, you're seeing BCA. And and I'm not lying, like all those would pop up at one time. And some could have been a year old from their line now that I know, but at the time – so. For me, the other thing was like, as Hasbro, I could be like, okay, this is Series 1. This is Series 2. And then when those popped up, and like I said, it's not now, so you don't know by the internet. The internet's not telling me what the next line is. All I saw was like this garble of stuff come out all at once. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 all right. But anyway, let's get to the next question because we could talk about that for hours. So, um. All right. Um, all right. So real quick. Uh, this is from Tyler Dove. Um, I'm going to read them all and then some I'll answer pretty quick. Okay. Will Dove get Asylum Gold in 2020? No. What does John Majewski like to cook in his microwave? Food. 
How long has David Gold been shaving his head? Too long. When is Nick Francis going to meet me halfway and hang out and get something to eat? Depends. When are you blind? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to answer the bald question. Okay, when I was a young kid, I used to go over to my Uncle Johnny's house, and my Uncle Johnny was a bald man, okay? And as everybody knows who has any, has any knowledge of science, the, the bald gene comes from your mother's side. So whenever I went over to my Uncle Johnny's house, he would make fun of me and tell me, you know you're going to be bald when you get older, right? Ha, 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 ha. So I had a 50-50 shot because my Uncle Jimmy had a full head of long, luscious hair. So I had a 50-50 shot of not losing my hair. I had a long, long, beautiful hair. And what happened was, is when I started turning 19, my hairline started receding. And I fought that for two years. You know, I was like, no, I'm not. It's not. No, it isn't. So I started balding at 19, and I've been shaving my head since I was 21. So there you go. The the mystery has been solved. All right, guys, last question of this mailbag. And this one I kind of thought was cool. Um, this is the first one. When I read it, I thought it was going to be like another, but then he threw a little curveball in there. What is your guys' favorite wrestling figure accessory? So not figure, but accessory itself. Um, so on this one, for me, it's easy to go back to Hasbro just because um, or I, that's what you'd think, obviously, right? And a lot of those accessories are getting hard. But the favorite accessory, I'm going to go with one that probably just because I've never seen it in person, it's pretty hard to get, um, will be the UK Galoob Lex Luger chain. Oh, man, that's a good Other, example. Other than in mm, pictures, and, and and I don't know if it's a good accessory, like play wise, but it's just so valuable, so rare, and I've only seen it in pictures. That's why I say it, just because to me that's kind of like a holy grail if you could get that figure with the chain. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Um, I again stint to the Hasbro line. Guys, I hate to be predictable, but I mean, you can't go wrong with all the accessories that they provided from the Razor Ramon chain to the Macho King accessories to Papa Shango bones. Um, just so many that you know, I can't narrow it down to just one, but I would say, and, and like Magic said a little while ago, they're most of them are coming, uh, becoming hard to find. Um, I'm not totally a loose collector, so everything I got is still in the package. But um, I would say any of those accessories, you know, in the Hasbro line is what uh, would, you know, again, I'm not a loose collector. So um, I'd say any of those would be my favorite yeah. if I had to open um, them up. And, and I'll butt in there just to make my honorable mention. What If it wasn't the chain, and guys in our admin chat, we talk about this almost every other day. It's that damn Series 8 cloak. Of takers. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to do this again. And oh, boy. I hate to be the, I hate to be Here the we guy. go. I like the Jack's little urn or whatever he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, one, please tell me why Hasbro never made a manager series because they suck. But nonetheless, anyways, um, <laughs> since we're not saying our best accessory, but we're actually listing multiple accessories, Hasbro had some pretty interesting accessories, but 
My favorite accessory is, yes, magic. It's made by Jack. <laughs> My favorite accessories are, one, the favorite would be the signs that say, have a nice day, and do you smell what the rock is cooking? The physical mm-hmm. fan sign accessory mm-hmm. that's actually more rare than a lot of the Hasbro accessories because it's fucking difficult to find. And then my second favorite would be the ripped up chair with the magazine in the pocket. My third would be the TV with the broken glass on the front. So if you did, if you hated the BCA figures, or you hated the Titantron figures, that's your prerogative. But you can't sit here and tell me that Jax didn't make some fucking awesome accessories. What are the values on the those? Flash Funk hat. Thank you. What are values on those accessories? Which ones? Uh, just any of them. I just don't know it all. That's the only reason I'm asking. The Mankind and the Rock comes in a WrestleMania 2000 accessory pack. And that pack ranges between anywhere between $70 and $150. So it was just accessories in the whole pack? Correct. Oh, wow. There's also a pack called Top Dog, and it comes with a fire hydrant, a physical dog. And a couple other pieces. That one is over a hundred dollars as well, and extremely hard to find. So, and also there is a backstage set that comes with a soda machine. That's a really nice uh, accessory set too. But I oh, could go on for hours. I mean, Jack yeah. did really good on the accessories, at least. And here's here, here's a little follow up. Probably another reason I didn't like Jack's is I was like, this is bullcrap if they think I'm going to buy just a package of accessories. <laughs> now now I'm all about accessories, but as a younger person, younger collector, <laughs> that's probably what I'm thinking. All right, guys, so that's it for the mailbag. Um, let me close this out. So, guys, what we are about to introduce is going to be an ongoing um, competition. This is going to be... Between me, Gold, and Nick, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a pick'em contest. We are going to pick matches from every pay-per-view. This this one will be a shorter round. We're going to go through the uh, WrestleMania of this year, and with every pick, we're also going to get confidence points. If there's eight matches on the card, like for the Royal Rumble, we'll have a one through eight, as in the the match we're the most confident about, we're going to give eight points to all the way down to one, but you can only use each number once. So guys, uh, here's what it is though. This is not a winner event. This is going to be a loser event. So all you have to do is not be dead last. Now the loser is going to have some form of punishment, not an award punishment. We haven't exactly disclose that yet to the masses we will and we'll we'll do that before wrestlemania but we're still throwing around some ideas we want to make sure it's right we make we want to make sure it's something our listeners want to see or hear or experience with that being said guys what we're going to do is i'm going to go down the card and uh i'd just like to hear y'all's predictions we're going to start from the bottom up this time we're going to hear who we think each of us is going to who we think will win and how many points we gave to it. So, guys, the first match on the card is going to be Sheamus versus Shorty G. Uh, who'd y'all pick and how many points? I'm going to go with Sheamus for the win on that one. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go five points. All righty. Nick? Okay. Uh, I, I also am going with Sheamus and I'm going with eight points. 
Woo! Um, and I am right with gold. I'm going Sheamus and five. All right, so our next match on the card is the U.S. Championship, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. I'm going to go Andrade, and I'm going to say eight points. Nick? Okay, I'm also going Andrade with seven points. And me and Gold are the same right now. Andrade, eight for me as well. All right, here's where we're probably going to start falling off. Um, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin falls count anywhere match. I'm going to go Roman, and I'm going to go six points. Uh, um, this one I can see being tricky, but I'm going Roman Reigns and I'm going five points. All right, guys, here's our, here's our first bump in the road. I'm going King Corbin and I'm going three points. Not super confident about it, but I'm thinking maybe a Corbin. I think that falls count anywhere. Um, he gets rude or someone to help him. Maybe, maybe not, but we'll see. All right, guys, the next one up is the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. I'm going to go Lacey, and I'm going to go four points. Uh, this is also a tough one, but I'm going Lacey Evans as well, but I'm only going with three points. And I'm going Bailey four points. And that one was real tough for me, but that's what I ended up going. All right, guys, so Raw Women's Championship, Becky versus Asuka. I'm going to go Becky on this one, and I'm going to go three points. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Becky beats Asuka finally, and I'm going I'm to give it six points. Uh, I'm with y'all. I went Becky. I went seven points. And the reason there is because TV has just made way too big of a deal over the fact that Becky hasn't beat Oscar yet, which is just trying to build it up, I think, to build more on Becky's steam. Yep. All right, guys. So this is going to be the last uh, singles match or non-rumble match. The Universal Championship, The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. I'm going to go Fiend, seven points. I am also going the Fiend, but only four points. I went with the Fiend and six points. I just think it's too early um, for the Fiend to drop it. Maybe, maybe not, but I just don't see him dropping it yet. I think WWE is wanting to run with this for a little bit. All right, guys, so here's where it's going to get tough. We're on the women's rumble, but here's the thing, guys. We only have eight entrants confirmed. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Natalia, Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Carmella, and Dana Brooke. So we only have eight confirmed. I'm going to guess we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of legends-type stuff, whatever, but who'd y'all take in the women's? I'm going to go two points for the women's. And then I'm going to take Ronda Rousey. Oh, out of left field. Good surprise choice. Um, I'm also going with uh, two points, but I'm going with Shayna Baszler. 
I think oh, she'll, I think she's coming. she'll get entered and she'll win it. Yep. I went with Charlotte Flair, two points. Um, and if I had a second choice, I would take Ember Moon. Maybe so, maybe so. I I don't know her injury status. Um, but I just think Flair's been out of the game for too long now, so I think they want to get her, probably get her back in there. I just don't think they're not going to have Charlotte Flair in anything but some type of title st- stipulation come WrestleMania. I think one or two things is going to happen. It's either going to be one where Becky retains and faces Ronda at WrestleMania, or Asuka's going to pull the upset and get the belt. And then it's going to be Asuka versus Ember in a rematch from NXT TakeOver. And Asuka's 2-0 and against Ember. And this is where Ember finally beats Asuka. Well, what about, and I picked Becky, but what about Asuka wins um, Asuka versus Charlotte? I remember Charlotte killed the Asuka Mystique. Could be a good rematch there, too. You can go all three of those ways. I think a lot of NXT fans would love to see an Ember-Oscar rematch. And I think the least thing I know that I feel WWE is going to unfortunately do is they're going to bring Ronda back and let her win. It's going to be her and Becky, and they're going to give Ronda back the belt. (sighs) Anyways. Mm. Um, Yeah, so... uh... I just checked because, um, so October, November, Ember said she had a serious injury and the status then was it could be up to a year that she's out. Could be, but it could be also a swerve. Remember when John Cena was supposed to be out eight months and came back at the Rumble? Never know. Let's see. Um, she was on WWE backstage. I don't know. I, I think you're reaching on that one. Her, but I would love to see her and Asuka in a rematch because those are the two, one, two of the best women's matches of this decade. All right, so, so that's that's decade. only eight. Both of y'all gave me a couple people. Y'all see anyone else getting into that women's rumble? Uh, I, I think I think Nia Jax returns. Mm-hmm. Oh, she could be a wild card. She could win, too. Yeah. Could be a good point. Yeah. So, guys, that's what I was thinking. What if she returns... In the men's rumble. Uh, uh, you only have four spots left. They're not going to put Nia in those four spots. Yeah, but Sorry. remember, she didn't She didn't take one of these slots last time from someone we didn't know. She took our truce Yeah, but I can't believe they've already announced 26 or 30 in that. They, they've left us very little... We might get two legends, and then we're going to get two two surprises, but that's disappointing. Yeah, because they, they don't even have any NXT in that. Yeah, and it's like you might get two NXT surprises, and then you'll get two legends, and that's it. It's disappointing. And since, since we're talking about it, guys, let's go ahead and go with that rumble. What do y'all think, the men's rumble? I gave it one point, and I'm going with Aleister Black. I like the pick. I don't think it's happening, but I like the pick. Good choice. Uh, I gave it one point, and I'm going Drew McIntyre. Ooh, that's another one. Um, I also went one point, and I went with KO. Um, oh, that's a good choice, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 like, not, I'm not real confident yeah, in either of them. Mm, he's a, he get a good pop. But I, I, I'm really not a fan of him taking the stunner. I really I liked him better as a heel. But that was me. So that's my opinion. I don't like 
this whole stunner thing, but that's me. Right, and and as I've been watching some of the shows, guys, watch his pops. Every time I watch KO now, or I'm, I shouldn't say every time, but a lot recently, uh, the immediate question I go is, at what point, I mean, what else has to happen for them to put this guy back into that that main spot, you know, or at least up there. Um, all right, guys, so that's it for the Pick'em Contest. We're going to log these. Remember, guys, this is going to go through... Um, this will go through WrestleMania. We're going to do all the WrestleMania matches, whatever's on the card there. Uh, we're going to tally up the points. We'll keep you all up to date during this. And remember, this is not a winner. This is a loser punishment event. Can I, can I, chime, can I chime in just a, for a second on the men's rumble? Because um, while I, I'm, I'm pulling up the odds, the Vegas odds, and... Of course, Roman Reigns is the favorite, obviously. But going through the odds, there don't be surprised, and this will be a surprise entrant, of course. But the third favorite, can y'all guess who the third favorite to win the Rumble tomorrow night is? John Cena. CM Punk. That would be great. I mean, I, I, th- think, I think we would all be happy for that. <laughs> I mean, so don't don't be surprised. It'd be great if he fucking drops a pipe bomb right after he eliminates the last person, too. I would mark a gal. Um, so I have read online, there's some rumblings that it might be Cena. No one's pressed for that. And if he comes out at, I mean, he's already done the surprise Thugonomics come out. So Right, but, but here is something that I've heard. Uh, I've heard Cena, and this is, guys, this is just me reading. Who knows how true any of this is. Uh, but I've heard that Cena wants one more run and that WWE wants him to beat the record and hold the record for most titles. He, they want him to pass play. That's a travesty. I would and, bring Flair out of retirement and let him finger poke of doom and take the record <laughs> back. Because that's but, just a fucking travesty. Cena it is, never break Flair's record. It is, never but one fight. thing we know about Vince McMahon is he likes homegrown ideas. Cena's homegrown. Flair was not. So I definitely, it, you wouldn't surprise me if they have seen a pass him. First of all, also, I just want to point out that all of us on this uh, podcast know that Flair is actually more than likely a 20-time champion, that they're not counting three of his runs, which is bullshit. So he still will hold the record in my book. And if, if Cena doesn't cut that hair, he should change his name to Ernest. Okay? So... <laughs> Because he looks more and more like Ernest every day. So, either way, I will not be impressed if that's what ends up happening. And I probably won't watch WrestleMania if Cena's in the main event. Okay, so we talked about Cena. We talked about CM Punk. I want to talk about two more people. Um, first is, there's also a lot of uh, noise out there for Kane Velasquez. What do y'all think about that? Uh, that first match was a fucking joke. So unless he's went and trained for the last few months, I'm not really pressed for Cain Velasquez to be in it, nor am I pressed for Fury to be in it. That's my opinion. Nope. I, I, I think I think that's who's going to eliminate Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. Is Cain not win? Cain Velasquez, win, right? Um, I, I don't think he'll win it, but I, I think that's how Brock gets eliminated. 
Yeah, I, I could see that. I've thought that myself. He eliminates Brock, but does not win the Rumble. Um, I, I don't think that would do anything for Ka- I mean, that would help, but that means we'd also then would that also would mean that the winner is going to go on to face the WWE champion, which would be the Fiend. And then that means that it'll be Velasquez and Lesnar for the belt at WrestleMania. And that would just be like a shitty match. Yeah. Now I've. I- I've read this too, guys, and I hope it doesn't happen. But I've read that if Fury wins his boxing match, they want him versus Brock at Another WrestleMania. Another joke. Another joke. I do not want that one. Um, all right, guys. So one more name I want to throw at you. This was picking up a lot of steam and then kind of died off. What about Edge? He could be one of the surprise entrances. And to be honest with you, I doubt they'll let him win it. I don't know if he can, but it'd be better than Velasquez and Fury, though. That's for fucking sure. I don't, yeah, I don't think he'll win it. He can't have Edge versus Lesnar in his comeback match. I don't think Lesnar... And look, I'm not talking shit because obviously I'm not in the ring. But Lesnar, after 2004, he's, he's not... As tech, I mean, look, he's put on some pretty good matches, like with Kurt Angle and so on and so forth. Big Show, Undertaker, but when he came back, he's rough. Like you got to be, he's fucking rough. And I don't think Edge can take fifteen suplexes, and I just don't think he can do that. I don't. I just don't see an Edge and Lesnar program working. Not in his first match back, unless Edge is like a thousand percent healthy, and and has no way of getting injured really bad unless something bad honestly happens I think Lesnar's too rough to go up against Edge. I think Edge and the Fiend would be the more likely choice if you had to yeah, I agree. Alright guys so now what I'm going to do real quick uh, just some crazy names on the on the betting odds see if there's anyone funny or whatever this isn't anything we think for sure this just some names on here that I don't think. Walter the Undertaker, um, Connor McGregor's on there. Um, no. Yeah, uh, The Rock is on there. No. Um, no, these like I said, these aren't what just. It's always funny. There's usually one name on there. You know, back in the day, it was always like Mike Tyson or something. But that that's it, guys. That's all I had on it. I just wanted. It's always cool or funny to see the, and the odds are crazy against them. But it's always funny to see the weird names on there. Now, there is a rumor that The Rock is supposed to come back and be in a stable with Roman and the Usos. But I think that's been kind of halted with his dad passing. Mm-hmm. And But by the way, rest in peace, Rocky Johnson, legend. Definitely. Um, and I think The Rock is working on another movie right now. So I don't know if that's in the cards. And when he works on movies, he has kind of a contract where they don't want him to wrestle. Right, um, but he could probably be a manager for Reigns and Usos, and they're supposed to do some type of feud. And Samoa Joe's going to be with them too. So against like uh, King Corbin and his bunch, and kind of already started setting the pieces up for that. So I think that would be good. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think they need to give this to somebody that is unexpected. Or they just need to fucking just give Braun Strowman a shot. And I would actually like to see Strowman versus The Fiend. I think that would be a good pro- program. And how The Fiend can kind of bring up how he brought him in. And 
how he was a part of the Wyatt family and shit like that, I think that would be good. Yeah, definitely the history's there, you know. So if you're going to do it to somebody that's like obvious, you know, obvious, obvious. So, um, but, uh, and, and I'm kind of saddened that there isn't a tag title match on this card from either show. And at the same token, I'm also saddened that the belt is now on Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. I mean, it's kind of like you have these great tag teams, but you have to you throw it on two guys that weren't in a tag team at all. So, but nonetheless, right. that's my opinion, of course. <laughs> Fuckers! <laughs> um, but uh, it looks like, uh, guys, we've got our Rumble predictions in, and uh, we've had a pretty good, great show. Um, I think uh, this is a good uh, point for us to uh, talk about uh, a giveaway to end the show. Um, Magic, you came up with the idea, so I'm not going to steal your thunder. Uh, if you'd like to kind of describe what the giveaway is for this podcast, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, guys. So a little different. Hopefully, y'all 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 listened this long because this is when the giveaway is going to be. All right, guys. So this week we have up the loyal subjects. We we've talked about them the last couple weeks. Um, we are going to go with the loyal subjects Macho Man figure, and this is what you got to do to be involved. All you have to do is send an impersonation of the Macho Man, a impersonate impersonation. So you know. You can just give us your voice. If you want to give video, you can. It doesn't have to be. It can be voice. Um, send that to myself, David Gold, Nick Francis, or Nate Maxson. Send the impersonation of Macho Man. Uh, everyone that does will be put on a randomizer, so don't worry. We're not picking who's the best, who's the worst, anything like that. There's one stipulation, guys, though, is that you might hear some of these next week on the pod. So if y'all want a chance at that 100% free, all you got to do is put in a little time and effort with the impersonation. Send that impersonation of Macho Man once again to myself, David Gold, Nick Francis, or Nate Maxson to get involved in that free giveaway. Sounds like an awesome giveaway. Guys, we've had an amazing show. I want to thank our, our once our once again our wonderful producer, uh, Nate Maxson, who has had a very, very rough and tough um, week and a half, sir, and you have our prayers from the show, certainly. Definitely, um, definitely, Nate. Thank you, guys. And, and we appreciate all you do for us, and certainly um, we appreciate what you bring to the table, and, and we know you have a, a rough Monday coming up, so um, you have our prayers on that, of course. Um, and, uh, guys, we're going to go ahead and we're going to end the show there. Um, I don't know when we're going to film next week, but you never know. As always, tomorrow is another day in the asylum, and uh, we love all of you guys, and tomorrow's going to be a big day. We're going to have some great Royal Rumble giveaways going on. For the, um, we have two more that are up now. They just keep, they just keep on coming, and um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.